UGC. Outdated or essential? Cut through the noise and reveal the truth with our free ebook created in collaboration with VideoWise. Learn proven strategies to encourage customer reviews, leverage email marketing for sales, and boost conversion rate by 9.2%. Download the ebook for free at flowing.com/ugc. In this episode, we'll try to cover four hottest email marketing trends of 2021 and to give you a little bit of head start over your competition. So stay tuned. We do have a lot of cool, cool stuff prepared. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honing your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Email Einstein. Vera and Elisa here. Happy New Year 2021. We made it through what most would call the worst year ever. (laughs) But before we get started, uh, Vera and I, we are two email marketers at an email marketing agency called Floium. We are both super passionate about email marketing, and because we love what we do, we want to share our insights with you. Floium is one of the fastest growing email marketing agencies in the world. We specialize in providing a premium, full-service, e-commerce email marketing experience for all of our clients and our service is tailored specifically for your business it's designed to help increase your online retail revenue by 20 to 50 that's five zero percent we deliver the right message to the right person at the right moment that's what we're all about we're actually going to talk more about that later on today but vera start us off with our first episode of the new year (laughs) Hey, 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 everyone. First episode of 2021. I'm super excited. And it feels a bit, a bit like unreal to me because we are recording this episode and we're still in 2020. (laughs) And it will be released in the beginning of 2021. So technically in a year from now. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, (laughs) this year has taught us a lot. And if there's one thing the pandemic has taught us all, it's that the plans can change easily and quickly yeah and usually at the beginning of like each new year everyone always try to like create some like predictions analyze the trends for new years and usually you just look to the year that is gone and just assume that a lot of existing trends will continue to into 2021 or into new year well let's not ignore the elephant in the room 2020 was different it has brought like massive changes into the way we market um stuff into the way we shop but even through this like turbulent a year there are still some like few hot email marketing trends that have emerged over the last like 12 months and honestly we expect them to shape the face of e-commerce marketing in 2021 and beyond and in this episode we'll try to cover four hottest email marketing trends of 2021 and to give you a little bit of head start over your competition so stay tuned we do have a lot of cool cool stuff prepared but before we go there here's our pro tip of the week alisa hit us with your pro tip okay so this one i'm actually kind of excited for because i feel like we haven't had a pro tip of the week for a while so let's get to it okay everybody as we have mentioned like multiple times already in this podcast episode it's 2021 
So best thing to do is start this year off right by getting your subscribers excited for this year with you and your brand. We are suggesting is that you personally invite them along for the journey by finding some time this month to send an email from you as the CEO or your team directly. One thing that we are working on with a lot of our clients is doing a sort of like setting the tone and expectation for the year kind of campaign. This is a really great opportunity to let your customers know if they can expect to see any changes in your brand, like a new website, new product launches, new branding altogether, or if there are new ways to get even more involved with your brand, new referral program, new loyalty program, new perks. If you're dedicating some of the profits this year to a new charity or nonprofit organization, that kind of thing. So definitely take some time this month to just let your subscribers know what to expect. It keeps them in the loop. It makes them feel like they're kind of in control or know what's going on. And it just kind of like brings them into your brand's family, you know? So give it a try. We've done it in the past and we've seen really great engagement from a lot of subscribers before. So definitely our pro tip of the week is to get everybody excited for the year. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's a really good one. Now, when, when you mention it, I'm thinking, oh, I need to change my calendar as ASVP <laughs> and, and create something like this for New Year's. But honestly, though, like coming from that like human point, you know, yeah. like doing some human connection from the business, it's, it's huge. So yeah, I, I think that's an awesome idea. Having the right communication between your brand and your audience is how you create meaningful connections, building your brand's identity and reputation. Introducing Floium's Brand Voice course. Get a step-by-step guide on creating your brand voice. Learn about what makes great branding, steps on how to describe your brand, your tone, and how to represent your brand across multiple channels. Your brand identity can be one step closer to being complete with Floium's Brand Voice course. Find out more at flowium.com slash brand voice. Well, okay, let's let's go to our trends, to our trends slash predictions for 2021. That's like the exciting part, right? Yeah. So our first and biggest one, I guess, uh, would be that 2021 will be the year of omnichannel e-commerce marketing. And um yeah, I'll, I'll explain a bit later what is omni-channel and how is it different from like a regular multi-channel experience. But just think about it. Like when was the last time you went to an online store and just like purchase something from them on your first visit? Well, I don't know about you guys, but it almost never happened to me. I usually do need to go to, to the store a few times, just like to look around, build up the trust with an e-commerce brand mm. before I feel comfortable even purchasing something like inexpensive and if you are selling like high ticket items this journey is probably even like longer Mm -hmm. like for your customers so alisa do like when you when you say see some kind of like new brand on instagram or something are you feeling comfortable to buy something from them right away or do you need like a few acquaintances with them for me unless it's something that like I need immediately and it's the first mm-hmm. time I'm seeing the product and I'm like I need this now then I'll make the leap but if not and if it's like there's actually a brand that I always see on Instagram called Dagny Dover I think it is and they have this beautiful I mean beautiful diaper bag and I'm like oh I want <laughs> it it comes in so many beautiful colors I've literally been eyeing this thing for like uh, since July of this year <laughs> and I still haven't purchased it because it is a, a, a hot ticket item it's, it's very expensive but it's 
it's beautiful, but I'm still like, is this a brand I should trust? Like, I'm still kind of like investigating their Instagram account on a on a weekly basis at the very least and like asking for other people's opinions and mm-hmm. like looking through comments and stuff. Like, I still haven't bought in and I've had, gosh, I don't even know how many engagements. So right. for sure, it's definitely not like a, a one shot and go. You have to you have to be exposed quite a bit. 100%. And in fact, people do need at least five to send uh, five to seven brand interactions before they even like remember before they even recognize your brand. So I, I didn't realize right. that, but they need to see your brand and, and like Instagram on, on email somewhere five to seven times. So interestingly wow. enough, most probably uh, this interactions will happen through different marketing channels. So instead of thinking of one experience for your customer, like desktop experience or a mobile store or Instagram, or I don't know, like Apple watch experience, something <laughs> in 2021, you'll need to pursue like a big holistic approach where the customer yeah. can actually like use whatever channel they want to use, whatever channel they feel like comfortable with. So in a word of like fancy like marketing, terms, we can call it a fancy word, omni-channel marketing. It is important, however, to understand the difference between omni-channel experience and multi-channel experience. And Mm. until I started like researching this whole thing, to me, it was the same sort of thing. But as it turned out, these two approaches are fundamentally different in the way they like view this entire customer journey. And mostly it comes down to the depth of the integration. Mm. So in a regular multi-channel environment, the user has access like to a bunch of different communication options like email, social media, brick and mortar store, mobile stores, stuff like that. But there's different channels. They are not necessarily connected. So if you've oh. seen this, like if you've seen this like Facebook ad over and over again in the Facebook, you can again see it in, in Instagram or I don't know, your the brand can be bombarding you with like emails with the same offer. Yet when you connect them, this is like the omnichannel experience because oh, when you connect so them, like Instagram knows that, hey, uh, we've showed this like thing on, on Facebook. The customer is not interested. Then it's like it's like similar like in the wow. email marketing, you know, when you're seeing that someone is not opening the campaigns, why would you like keep bombarding them with, with this mm-hmm. thing? Right. So, yep. yeah. So omnichannel marketing is very like complex. But if you think about it, we use this approach like all the time. It, it basically creates a seamless message that can adjust to your customers based on their like behaviors through different sales funnels, through different channels and, and, and mm. stuff like that. So here's an example how it might look from your customer's perspective. And now when I will give you this like little scenario, you will be like, okay, okay, yeah, I've seen brands doing that. For example, you've um, signed up to receive SMS updates like from, from a brand, like messages about the promotions or whatever. You're getting this message. You are not responding to this message, then you receive an email. So basically you can connect the SMS and emails. So you cannot be like sending the same message from like different channels. And, and mm. you can easily do that in, in like Clavio. So you can first receive the message. Then a few days after that, you can receive like a promotional email. If customer also the same customer can be targeted on Facebook with like the abandonment product or whatever, after they have purchased the product, they can go back to email and start receiving the post-purchase sequence where where you can, for example, ask them to join your Instagram. And that's something that we do all the time in our sequences. And when customer like finished his like purchase or her purchase or whatever, and when they are done as a 
customer nurturing strategy or as a winback strategy, I guess. You can even use like a physical letter, right? You can send like a handwritten note. And we actually had a pretty cool episode. It was episode number 20 about this mail marketing. So yeah, oh, so yeah, you yeah. Can, the direct mail. Mm-hmm, the direct yeah. mail. So you can actually do the wonders. And this is like the biggest difference between omnichannel and multi-channel. That omnichannel is very, very like connected the integration yeah. it has it, it comes down wow. basically to the depth of the integration and i mean we are usually on the behind of the scenes of email marketing but something that we are doing already is the email marketing plus sms marketing so you can integrate like a lot of stuff together and this is the approach that provides customers with like a very like seamless seamless um, shopping experience. And like my favorite brand who's doing the omni-channel marketing well is probably the Starbucks because mm. I don't know if you noticed, but I, I think they nailed this whole um, omni-channel marketing thing. A quick look at Starbucks rewards app if you guys are using it. So basically, how it works, you have the you're collecting the points through your app, and to like to get that points, you need to be paying through the app. And you can use that app to pay both online and offline. You can um, upload some, you can load some money both online and offline. Um, You will be receiving some specific like emails and reminders based on where you are in your customer's journey. And uh, yeah, I mean, Starbucks is doing it really, really well. And actually any change to the cart or your profile gets updated across all the channels in real time. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a bunch of brands who are doing it already. You probably just like didn't realize that. But yeah, this is definitely the the big, big trend for 2021. And maybe like do your research, read some more stuff about it. But this is powerful and like don't definitely don't ignore this trend. That's huge. I didn't and I I never really truly understood the difference between omnichannel and multi-channel. So that's Mm -hmm. really helpful. Interesting. Yeah, I wish the uh, <laughs> I wish the U.S. government used omni-channel marketing because uh-huh. sometimes I go to like the DMV and one thing is updated, and then you go to the Social <laughs> Security office and they're like, "What? When did you make that change?" And I'm like, I know, right? "Don't you guys all work for the same thing? <laughs> like, don't you all work as part of the same company? What the heck?" So uh, that's helpful. Very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Nice. So for number two, for our second kind of trend to look out for for 2021, and then also like a great way to market your e-commerce business for this for this year is referral marketing in emails specifically. So word of mouth, right? This is how some of the biggest brands that we know in our time became who they are. And really, like how often do you actually trust your friend's personal experience over what a random stranger wrote on the internet? Like, <laughs> I I mean, sometimes I read these reviews and I'm like, is this a paid person or is this a real person? You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Vera, I don't know about you, but I always check the average star rating and number of reviews a product has on Amazon. Um, (laughs) But if my best friend tells me that the product sucks and it has over 5,000 reviews and five stars on Amazon, I'm going to go with what my best friend is telling me and Mm -hmm. I won't buy the product. So without being weird or pushy, the kind of name of the game is how to get referrals or this word of mouth effect to help grow our own businesses or your e-commerce business for those of you listening, especially in 2020, you know, people are trying to make amends for any losses that were were taken or any hits they took in, in the year 2020. 
2020. So if you remember from episode 22, which isn't too far back, it's about four episodes back, we talked a lot about the effective tools that you can use and that we would personally recommend in your email marketing. And in that episode, we also talked about referral programs. And 2021 is the year to get your referral program started, if you haven't already. 2020 obviously was a year that tested us all, especially businesses. In our last episode, we actually talked about the lessons that we learned, and one of them is being an empathetic business in a time of need. And when you're empathetic, it will go a long way with your customers. So if you are one of these empathetic businesses and you don't actually have a referral program in place, now is a really good time to leverage the loyalty and rapport that you built with your customers last year. So for example, and I mentioned this in the last episode, my wedding venue that we didn't even use will never, ever, ever get a word of mouth (laughs) positive referral from me. But I know tons of friends that did get married last year that will go the extra mile and have gone the extra mile to vouch for their wedding venue because of the service that they received throughout the course of the pandemic, despite the contract that was in place, etc. So in case you missed it, Um, Here are the specifics of what we mentioned in episode 22 with all the referral programs. And make sure to do your own research in your own time because the most important thing to do is find a referral program that will actually work for your business and accomplish the goals that you have personally set for this new year for your business. So the two favorite platforms that we mentioned in that episode are Referral Candy and Talkable. Both provide a very quick and easy way to reach out to customers for a referral and provide an incentive to both you as the customer who is making the referral and your referred friend. And really it's a win-win situation because you get a piece of the pie, your friend does too, and ultimately you get to share a brand you love with one of your pals. Again, we're talking as the customer here. And after the last year of limited interaction and engagement with friends, this is a really great opportunity for businesses to create kind of like a new level of pitch Mm -hmm. and encourage their customers to start reconnecting with their friends through this referral program, which is is handy. It's just kind of encouraging the reconnection, the re-socialization, et cetera. So the referral side of things is huge and it's definitely something that we would strongly recommend leveraging this year, especially if you haven't in the past. If you are currently doing it, it's just one of those things that like you got to up your game (laughs) Mm because word of mouth and referrals are going to go a long way for you. But if you haven't started doing it yet, definitely do. The other thing I'm going to really quickly mention is influencer marketing. I have one brand that I work with that actually uses this, but I'm going to keep it super brief because it's really effective, but it can be extremely expensive. And to be totally frank with you, in my personal opinion, I think that influencer marketing is slowly dying out because everyone and their mother is an influencer these days. Mm. Um, (laughs) So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, is this really going to work, et cetera. And for the big, the big boy influencers on, on Instagram and things like that, I mean, you have you have the expectation of having to pay anywhere between like three to $10,000 for one post that could or could not get you any new business. But if the influencer marketing does work for your brand, it has worked in the past, or you really strongly feel that it will work for you and your audience, don't fix it unless it's broke, you know, like keep going, <laughs> keep pursuing yeah. that route because the influencer marketing, um, it rose so quickly and became so popular so quickly, obviously, because it works, you know, mm-hmm. so definitely something to consider 
when you're going through that kind of whole like, okay, how do we incorporate referrals? How do we get more word of mouth? How do we how do we kind of uh, grow that side of our business? So 100% something to consider for 2021, because that is going to really push your company to the next level. Right. See, I, I completely disagree with about this, um, like influencer marketing dying. Yeah, I agree. There are a ton of them. Like everyone is influencer. My husband thinks he's an influencer, but he's not. Like his, <laughs> his mom and grandma is just following him, but whatever. I mean, it's just you need to be very particular with who you work with. Because with some of my clients, I had the experience where when the big dog <laughs> mentioned their brand, um, Ben uh-huh. Greenfield, actually, he's a, he's a quite popular uh, biohacker. He just like mentioned one of my clients brands briefly in his Instagram post. I am not even sure if it was paid for or it was just like a or he just mentioned something that he liked. Uh-huh. But we've seen like an insane numbers. The, my wow. clients like literally went out of stock because the demand was so high yeah so you just need to be very like particular with who you work with but uh in a way influencer marketing is a referral marketing right so Mm -hmm. there are a few people on the um, a few people on the instagram or or facebook who i follow religiously and whatever they tell me to buy i'm I'm, like buying because i love them (laughs) so much but yeah yeah i I think the influence influencer marketing and referral marketing in general is huge especially in 2021 when people are craving this like connection you know like human human connection with each other that's that's a big one and another trend we sort of covered it in our episode number 25 but uh, hyper personalization of emails this is a huge one and yes people do crave like a real human connection and um, hyper personalization is maybe one of the ways to do that and if you are anything like me in fact probably like most customers you have like 1000 better things to do than going through your inbox and honestly sometimes it feels like a chore because what's in your inbox is not very interesting personalized mm. or relevant to you and that's something that we talk about all the time like relevance relevance the the right message to the right person at the right moment and yep. interestingly enough only 21 percent of consumers reported that they have received a memorable promotional email in the past two months and that's like sad and i hope that we were among that um the, that 21 percent of emails but can you imagine like within the last two months people did not receive anything like most people did not receive anything memorable or or different or or like relevant that's sort of sad and um according to another research almost all consumers actually 96 percent of all consumers have reported that they have received like mistargeted information or or promotion and their email campaigns like 96 freaking percent yeah that's nuts and And that's not okay i've been there (laughs) i've been among among that like 96 percent who who like received I don't know like male uh, skincare products promotion so I was like how how do you even get my email like who are you people <laughs> and uh, yeah like seventy one percent of people said that they have experienced an offer that is clearly shows that they do not know that the brand does not know who the customer is. And like 51% mentioned that they have some mixed info across different methods of communication. Mm. And um, like 41% mentioned that like some major mistakes about basic information about them 
was made. So yeah, so this this numbers are are sad, especially to us as as email marketed as email marketers. But on the other hand, when you nail personalization, when you do the targeting and personalization correctly, the, the benefits can be huge. So for example, the birthday emails, they are obviously super, super targeted because you are receiving the campaign or the email on the day of your birthday. So this is like very relevant to you, obviously. So the birthday emails, they are capable of generating roughly like 342% more revenue than a regular promotional email Jeez. just because they are so like personalized and just because they are so like targeted and the personalized messages like in general not just birthday one but in general they have the return on investment of like 122 percent so this is huge and like the few very basic tricks again some of them were mentioned in our episode number 25 but some of the very basic tricks is the segmentation everyone wants to feel like they've been spoken to and they are engaging with a real person so mm -hmm. just like slice your list into smaller subcategories into smaller sub lists using like specific criteria so your campaigns and your flows and your emails can be more relevant to your customers and like you can even start making more relevant recommendations to repeat customers based on their like face of life or based on their like previous purchases. And that's something that Clavio actually talked about a lot in their holiday bootcamp event. So understanding what your customer have bought over the years makes it much easy, easier to sort of create their portrait and understand their purchasing behavior, understand what they will purchase from you soon. Um, so a good example is I had a client who was selling who's selling supplements and they are selling the probiotic supplement and after you finished let's say one course of this probiotics you need to like decrease the dosage but you can only know it if you are in like in the industry if you know and understand your clients well so what we did we basically created the campaign for people who just finished that higher dosage probiotic and we send them the offer for the basically like a next step in their customer journey and that campaign was like hugely hugely successful so yeah so definitely this is the personalization in a way as well understanding where your customer is and making relevant recommendation to them oh my god this is huge and like something small like using a real reply to email address is also make make it makes it all more real or like customizing the sender's name to change it from something generic like marketing at company.com to like i don't know john smith at marketing.com or whatever including recipient's name gosh this is so easy but you wouldn't believe the difference that it makes even like including the recipient's name in the subject line this is like this is huge it, it helped us so much with the open rates and like click-through rates you wouldn't believe so even like changing the tone to something more conversational in 2021 people do crave relevance and they do crave like a connection and personalization so this is our trend slash projection number three hyper personalization of email and marketing in general so yeah and I love it because it rolls right into number four, which is humanizing your email strategy. <laughs> it's like, it's just go like, I love these because these all kind of like go one into the mm -hmm. other, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually really excited to share about this one because um, it also kind of 
uh, touches back on what we talked about last episode too. And I personally am an extremely uh, empathetic person. Some would actually say almost to an unhealthy level. So I love the fact that empathy and email marketing is turning into a major trend for this new year as part of this idea of humanizing your email marketing strategy. So 2021 will be all about integrating empathy and building human connections, which is what, what Vera just talked about pretty in depth as well. Regardless of the connections that we focus on being through a screen, it doesn't take away from the fact that there is a human being on the other side of that screen. And if you don't know how to communicate effectively and in a human way with that person, then you lose them. You've completely lost them. Mm -hmm. And for brands, this massive shift in relationships means that they have to adapt their messaging, their channels, and timelines of their messages. And this includes the way we email, obviously. Long gone are the days in which email marketing would just be a collection of sales pitches and overly promotional content. Copy. Mm-hmm. And although we love automated emails here at Flowium because they're so helpful, they generate revenue without us having to do any work at the time of the sale. I mean, we could go on and on and on about how amazing automations are. It's important for us to remember that automations are not here for us to just set it and forget it. Yeah. Because people can pick up on that stuff from a mile away. They can pick up when it's fake. They can pick up when they're seeing the same email that they saw 30 days ago in the abandoned cart. That stuff is very easy to sniff out. So we as email marketers, we have a huge responsibility this year to play a role in building a consistent user experience and a seamless customer journey. Building strong relationships with customers means we have to understand their needs and what they expect from our brand while sending them messages that add value and put the customer at the heart of the strategy. So again, like Vera mentioned, just putting their name in the email, it makes such a difference because you're actually talking to them. You're not just saying, hi, friend, hi, customer, hi, pal, (laughs) whatever it is. You're not generalizing them, speaking to the masses. You're speaking to that person directly, which really tugs at their heartstrings ultimately because it's like, wow, this company is reaching out to me, you know? Yeah. Um, You know that thing that we say at the start of every single podcast, deliver the right message to the right person at the right moment. We say it every week. Uh, We have it memorized here internally (laughs) at Floium. (laughs) We laugh through it. I have stickers of it all over my laptop and my water bottle that also say it. But do we actually do it? And that is going to be the question that you're going to have to answer pretty much every day of this year and making sure that you are actually doing it. You're not just saying it, but you are doing it. So in order to achieve the right message to the right person at the right moment, Brands have to embrace empathy as their way to better understand and relate to customers. Empathy is an attitude that you can't fake. I don't know if a lot of you have read this book. It's called uh, How to Win Win Friends and Influence People by Mm -hmm. Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. I always forget the wording of it. It's such a great book because even though it doesn't necessarily speak to email marketing, it talks about how human engagement and human interaction, you have to have that level of empathy where like you actually care about the person that you're talking to because when people can pick up that you care about them they will go the extra mile for you yeah but you can't do it in a fake way (laughs) because a lot of people say oh that book is like how to manipulate people really it's not about manipulating people it's about having a genuine care for people and in this case that we're talking about specifically for your customers so if you don't genuinely care for your customers i don't know how long your business will survive oh yeah because again People can sniff that stuff out, and when they can tell that you don't care about them and and all you care about is what's in their wallet, they're going to leave without a doubt. So the empathy side of things, it only works when it's a genuine and authentic 
attitude. So you'll really need to take the time out this year to understand and care about your users' feelings and make those feelings an integral element in any marketing communication that you send them, especially with email. One example that we've we mentioned last episode of this podcast is the shipping situation. Here <laughs> in the US, USPS had huge shipping delays for Christmas huge and there are so many angry customers who made a purchase black friday and still haven't gotten their purchase to this point you know and so the brand owners that we've been working with are scrambling trying to figure out how to make it right and they've had to send out personalized emails to all these different customers letting them know hey listen this is what we're doing to resolve the situation here's where you can get more information Here's like what we're willing to do. You know, one of my customers or one of my clients, rather, they have a loyalty program and they gave everyone 100 points because Mm -hmm. of the delays. That's not a cheap thing to do because 100 points equals $10 off their next purchase. But it's the right thing to do because when your customers have issues, you as business owners should care about those Mm -hmm. issues. So in this way, when you integrate all these things, you'll be able to build a really powerful bond with your customers and you'll officially be setting yourself up for success this year. So just make sure that you keep that in mind as and when you work through your email marketing strategies, whether it's campaigns, automations, staying in tune with what your customers are saying, staying in tune with what they need, staying in tune with how they're feeling and what's going on and the environment around them. It's so important because people now more than ever are in tune with that own with their own feelings. And if a brand doesn't coincide with that, they're they just write them off. <laughs> they don't yeah. even give them a second chance. 100%. So yeah, there you have it. <laughs> Our four trends it. for this year. Yeah. So let's just do the quick recap, I guess, um, just to highlight them all. So the first, the, the big trend was the omni-channel e-commerce marketing. The second was referral marketing in emails along with the influencer marketing as well, if it applies to your business. And hyper-personalization is still a trend and it will continue to be a trend, I feel like always. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Yeah, for sure. And then the last is just making sure that you're humanizing your email marketing strategy moving forward. So yeah, yeah, yeah. An exciting 2021 ahead. I'm very much, very much looking forward to how this will all go down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Guys, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, Please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Also, as a note, as we as we have rolled into the new year, if you are interested in getting some more advice on how to establish a solid email marketing strategy for your own e-commerce store, please feel free to visit us at flowium.com slash contact. You can sign up for a free consultation there um, and just get more some more info. You'll be able to touch base with someone in the company. They'll be able to give you some insights and, and let you know if you're going in the right direction or not. <laughs> Cool. And um, tune in for the next episode because next week we will have a really, really awesome uh, podcast. And uh, now when the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, New Year's promotion are long gone, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday shoppers, you will need to re-engage those people again. Mm. Um, So there is like a certain group of people who exclusively shop for Black Friday, Cyber Monday um, holidays, the, the holiday shoppers. So they probably even like forgot about your business by now so um we'll be talking about the strategies about the ways to actually turn your seasonal shoppers 
enter repeat customers. And I know that this is a very like emotional and sensitive topic for many mm. of you. Um, so tune in. Uh, we do have a few really cool strategies mm. that we want to talk about. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. And uh, we hope to see you here next week. Thank you, guys. Have a happy new year. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to claim your free ebook and learn how to drive conversions with UGC in 2024. From fresh ways to use UGC on your website to revenue pooling email strategy. Discover actionable insights to master your UGC game in 2024. Stop missing out. Go to flowing.com slash UGC and download this ebook for free.